T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So I'll summarize in short. OPEC Plus announces a 2 million barrel a day cut in oil production and uh, the United States we are upset about it and it looks like it's sort of a nod to to Russia because if cut production prices stay high and until we find a way not to buy energy from Russia they make money and fund their war against Ukraine the US talks about reevaluating the relationship what that means what are possible reactions to it and Saudi Arabia comes out and gives a whole statement from the government and even implies, not implies, says that U.S., the White House even asked them to to punt this reduction until after the election. The White House says no, and it's 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 gone beyond an energy story, and it's now a big political story. It's actually has probably a little bit of an impact uh, on the midterms as well. We'll see what happens now. To talk about it, uh, we want to bring in uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal as well as Jeff Sonnenfeld, the dean of the Yale School of Management. Uh, Jeff's p- p- dean Sonnenfeld has been involved with drafting some of the the communications on this stuff. And I, Senator Blumenthal, I, I'd like to start with you. I, I guess my first question, and I could ask this to to Dean Sonnenfeld as well: like, why would Saudi Arabia support this? It seems incomprehensible that there's any rational self-interest here that makes sense in the long run. And that's why I've been saying Saudi Arabia really has to come to its senses. There's no economic justification because the world market for oil is already so tight. And this step is unprecedented to reduce supplies, which would not only endanger the world economy, but, but also threaten oil prices for Americans at the pump. It's designed, apparently, only to help Russia and harm America. And that kind of step for a supposed friend is really completely reprehensible because we've been transferring a lot of arms to Saudi Arabia. The relationship seems to be one-sided, and that's why I've been calling for a pause, that is a halt in arms sales. I've submitted legislation to accomplish that goal and arms sales for a year, and uh, then rebalance the whole relationship, take stock of where we are, and see whether it continues to serve United States interests for us to be well, as forthcoming as we are with arms. Yeah, well, you know, there's a decent history of us, you know, giving aid to countries, and then they they do things like this, and they call our bluff, and sometimes we do something, sometimes we don't. I know you're doing this, you know, along with Ro Khanna and, and the House. How, and and... How practical is it that this might actually be passed? I mean, to talk about the actual viability of this legislation. 
It's very practical. In fact, it should have bipartisan support. There's been growing questioning about Saudi Arabia as a friend, you know, the butchering of uh, Jamal Khashoggi, the civil war in Yemen supported by Saudi Arabia, the disrespect for the 9-11 victim families, the kinds of fomenting of extremism in some parts of the world. There are a litany of reasons why we should rebalance or review our relationship with Saudi Arabia, because it does seem to be one-sided. We give them arms. We sell them some of the most sensitive and highly sophisticated arms that we have, Patriot missiles, tanks, and uh, jet fighters, radar, very, very sophisticated and sensitive weapon systems that we have been selling only to our closest and most trusted allies. That's a one-sided relationship that needs to be re-examined, and I think there's bipartisan consensus that a pause in arms sales for a year makes a lot of sense. Well, let's bring in Jeff Sonnefeld here for a second. First of all, uh, Jeff, you know, talk about you and and Yale's involvement, but also, you know, you you do so much work on leadership. I mean, in terms of this kind of move from Saudi Arabia, and again, we can't sort of figure out what would motivate them other than just sort of an explicit support of Russia. Uh, no, I think that's exactly right. It's a leadership confusion. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, doesn't always get it right, as the, the brutal murder of Khashoggi that Senator Blumenthal mentioned uh, reminds us. And I think the senator is exactly right. I think he nailed it in terms of why this is of great interest. But why the Saudis would have done it, Brian, to your question, is some uh, confused media analyst, of course, and you're not one of them, was suggesting, well, maybe it was the G7 threatened them with these oil price caps, because that's essentially a consumer's cartel of OPEC. OPEC is a producer's cartel. And in 50 years, we've never seen such a thing take on OPEC. But no, we told them, don't worry, OPEC is not targeted, just the Russians. The Russians are the only OPEC-plus member that doesn't make money at what was already the high price of $80, $81 a barrel. The Russians wanted to drive it up to $120 a barrel so they could make some money because they're the least efficient producer. It cost them $46 a barrel to get it out of the ground. The Saudis, thanks to U.S. technology, only $22 a barrel. So, yeah, they're clearly... The Saudis know that this was not targeting them. They're, they're making luxury uh, good returns. They're making perhaps twice the profit margin of Tiffany's on every barrel of oil. It's huh. ridiculous, making 80% returns. So they didn't need to do this, and that's true of the rest of OPEC. It was to help the Russians, if not to undermine, I don't know, maybe even the U.S. elections, because the, the timing is very suspicious. But yeah. it really can be bipartisan. In the past, we've seen Senators Bill Lee and Lindsey Graham and Rand Paul ask these same questions about the Saudis and our, our support. You know, I have, um, and, and I'll ask Senator Blumenthal first, and then, uh, Jeff, you can chime in. There's two things I want to say. I'm not some drill baby drill kind of guy. I'm not. But, you know, it started in the Obama administration because I covered the Bakken and, 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 and fracking there, and we had basically energy independence during the Obama administration, and OPEC was not as important. And so my question is, even though we want to go for new technologies, maybe we should do, you know, a multi-pronged thing in the near term so OPEC doesn't have power. That's question A. And question B is, Senator, would you support what uh, Senator Murphy suggested, take some of these weapons that that are are angled for Saudi Arabia and and reroute them to Ukraine? Absolutely right. I think that arms sales to other countries, not only Saudi Arabia, but countries that we are exporting to them to right now should be redirected to uh, 
Ukraine. Uh, and that's the reason why I've advocated use of the Defense Production Act, which enables our government to say to a defense contractor, instead of selling them to pick a country, even France or UK, uh, sell them to Ukraine instead of selling them to Australia or some other country that's buying these weapons, sell them to Ukraine. And of course, we would subsidize the sale because the Ukrainians need them. You know, I've advocated for literally almost a decade that we support Ukraine more robustly and aggressively. And in recent times, as I visited Ukraine just twice in the past year, I've advocated more arms sales, uh, arms support. Ukraine. Mr. So Mr. Senator, much. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're tight on time. What about the, the, the concept of rebuilding a trust with the, the oil producers and trying to get a little more out of the ground here in the States? Well, I you supported know, measures, uh, Brian, that would enable more drilling off the coast of Alaska and the Gulf of Mexico. They're part of the Inflation Reduction Act. We need to produce more in the short term. In the long term, I think renewables make much more sense. That's why I advocated the credits and the rebates for energy efficiency, for electric cars, for all of the renewable sources of energy. But we need to make sure that our European allies have natural gas. And right now, the United States actually produces more oil than many of the countries in OPEC, but we need to make sure that the world energy supplies are sufficient yep. to Ryan, enable our yeah, Se- Senator, um, Senator, I'm sorry. Last word, uh, Dean Sonnefeld. Yeah, that's what I just want to add. We actually produce more oil now than the Saudis do. We're 86 uh, percent of our oil comes from the U.S. that we use in the U.S. We don't need a drop of Saudi oil here now. We have a 90 cent reduction in our dependency on Saudi Arabia. We, we don't need it. In fact, all those Saudi Arabian oil fields were once U.S. It was Nixon <clears throat> administration that forced the gun to the heads of the four U.S. oil companies that owned Aramco and gave it to the Saudis. It was outrageous. And similarly now, the parallel is giving away these weapon systems. Is This is the only time that any of these allies were giving these sensitive weapon systems for them to control the intellectual property, own the use of these things, and 100% of the manufacturing is happening in Saudi Arabia. There are no American jobs at stake with the kind of pause the senator is wisely and courageously getting out in front of. All right, gentlemen, we, uh, we're unfortunately out of time. I really appreciate you coming on, both of you, Senator Richard Blumenthal and Jeffrey Sonnefeld, the dean of the Yale School of Management. Uh, have a great weekend, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Sports. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.